thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 62 Sin of self-love possesseth all mine eye and all my soul, and all my every part. And for this sin there is no remedy, it is so grounded inward in my heart. Methinks no face so gracious is as mine, no shape so true, no truth of such account, and for myself mine own worth do define, as I all other in all worths amount. But when my glass shows me myself indeed, beated and chopped with tanned iniquity, mine own self-love quite contrary I read, self so self-loving were in- iniquity. Tis thee, myself, that for myself I praise, painting my age with beauty of thy days. That was Sonnet 62, and with a squeaky chair in the background, I, I apologise. Um, my name is Mark Chatterley, and you're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets, and I am joined by a... a he looks quite cold, which is odd, because it's quite a warm day. I'm always cold. <laughs> I, I didn't give you space to say your name. I'm joined Ger- by... Jerry Healers. There we go. Oh, People should know by oh. now. Yes. Why are you wearing a big woolly jumper? I just, I don't know. I got out of bed and I just I mean, the sun's on the side of my living room so it's warmer in here. Okay. But I just too you lazy may have to, to derobe at you have to derobe at some point. That's... And we can play a strip tease music over the <laughs> top. Da, 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 da. Oh, we have to pay copyright now. Oh. I can't sing that. <laughs> um, so you saw it 62. <clears throat> I, I, when I first read the first line, sin of self-love possesseth all mine eye, I, I thought, ooh, ooh, we're back to the original sonnets where Shakespeare talked about masturbation quite a lot, but it's really not, is it? No, no, it's, it's the kind of self-love in the narcissistic, literally loving himself, being obsessed with himself rather than, um, quote-unquote loving himself <laughs> which is, is is more boring than than where i was going with it but it's still it's still it, it, it a... kind of fits better into the series of sonnets though rather than him well, just going back to masturbation true but you say that but we, we have had the sonnets where he was talking about removing every part of himself the, the becoming of a slave the destruction of himself so now he's gone from that to to i love myself more than anything I think it's a it's a reaction to the the um the jealousy sonnets we've had the the last two or three ones that we read, which okay. which, which would have been a while ago. In but what sense? The the sort of well, I guess the, the reaction to jealousy because he's sort of admitting that Shakespeare is he considers himself quite important and loves yeah. himself quite a lot, which. which Oh, there's just oh. <laughs> it's just a you, car you pulled up, a car pulled up and blinded me. <laughs> you just stupid metal. You, you didn't see that at home, but on the webcam, just just suddenly, uh, Thierry's eyes were replaced by a shard of brilliant light, just... and now and now he doesn't seem to be able to see at all. Oh, I can see purple. <laughs> Purple's that's odd. I I don't have purple blobs. I tend to have orange blobs. In my eyes, when I get lights shined in them, shone in them, shine. Probably shone. something to do with I don't know. I mean, the eye color is different, and the eye receptors. Maybe, yeah. How damaged you? How damaged <laughs> your eyes are? Yeah. I, um, I completely yeah, lost yeah. my thought there. No, but I, but I yeah, agree just, with just you. he's justifying the the jealousy by saying he's he's quite important to himself up until the 
the end when he blames the youth again, sort of. <laughs> well, what? Tis thee, myself, for that myself, for, for that for myself I praise, painting my age with beauty of thy days. Which, which, why, why do? Well, it's, why it's do sort you... of saying he, he he misses the days when he was young and beautiful, and then sort of okay. and sort of. I already as he blames the youth as saying, well. You're sort of there wandering around in all your twelve year old youthful beauty. <laughs> while while I'm here, an old man, wrinkled and age hates me and time hates me. Yeah, my, my so the last four lines, mine own self love quite contrary I read. So self so self loving were iniquity. Tis thee myself for that that's for myself I praise. Painting my age with beauty of thy days. Yes, and I, I suppose there's the element of that last line is saying that the the uh, painting my age with with beauty of thy days. Uh, uh, so he's 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 he shows his his worth and his beauty in his age through the fact that he's had a fu- a big life, a fulfilled life. Is that what those last two lines mean, maybe? Or that 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 because the fair youths are part of his life, he it brings him beauty even though he is aged I would read the the, the, uh, the latter one because the fair youth is part of his life yeah I, I think that's fair I think that, that... just the myself that for myself I praise yeah he doesn't really talk about his own age well not, not about his um, about any wisdom or knowledge that he might have acquired yeah yeah, that makes that makes that makes sense. So the fair youth comes in to this one, which is quite a this. So this sonnet is quite a self-serving sonnet, and then the fair youth comes in at the end as as a comment on on his beauty being so so beauteous that it in, imbues this quality in others. Yeah, that that makes sense. It's a it's a lovely the. the the texture of the the language. Oh, blimey, that sounded very arty, didn't it? The texture of the language, and then you'll find the crunch of the consonants and the <laughs> soft sponginess of the vowels, and uh, it's like MasterChef mixed with Sonic. Oh God! Just just uh, just make sure we have pudding by the end of it with a buttery biscuit pudding. base. A buttery biscuit base. Uh, if no one's <laughs> seen that, do a do a YouTube search for buttery biscuit base. It'll, it'll, just... You'll have it. And even if you've never seen MasterChef, you will have that song in your head for weeks. Yep, <laughs> yes, it's awesome. It's amazing. Ah, uh, um, but it, it's a very, very nicely written sonnet. It all flows very well. Uh, Methinks no face so gracious is as mine, no shape so true, no truth of such account, and for myself, mine own worth do define. As I or other in or worse amount, it, it, and it, it's quite an obvious sonnet, I guess, from our point of view with our language. There's nothing in it that's really old-fashioned. I mean, some of the words are in a slightly different order, but it's it's quite a, a open sonnet to us, I guess, in the sense that you don't have to study the language of Shakespeare, yeah, uh, yeah. Shakespearean times to to do it. The language of Shakespeare, the 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 land of Shakespeare. The land of Shakespeare. I think the only one that I didn't know was iniquity. That's the word I hadn't come across before. I think it's still in use, iniquity. It's it it might not... be. I just I just never seen it anywhere, or not that I remember. Yeah, it's 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 
it's kind of now become, I think, a slightly legal term, maybe. I think that's the context trying to remember about when I've heard it. It always seems to be in kind of slightly legal contexts. You have a den of iniquity. Hmm. Is, is it, it sounds like a word that lawyers would use. Yeah, and I, I think that's where it's gone. And uh, yeah, like a den of iniquity is is a like a, a drug den, I guess, um, or a nice way of saying drug den or whorehouse. A den of iniquity. Well, something where immoral things happen, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. And I, I think that's what it is here as well. So self, so self loving were iniquity. Yeah, I, I just. In in modern language, there is quite a lot that points at masturbation. I think I can be forgiven for my brain going there. So the the first line of sin of self love and and that the sin of self love. There is only one sin of self love, which in modern English anyway is is masturbation. And then later on, you get beated and 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 it's just I don't know. I don't think I'm completely blameless for jumping to that conclusion when I first originally scanned this sonnet. Yeah, well, that is. Uh, I can never remember the deadly sins. Is narcissism one of them? Um, not in that word, but there's um, uh, envy, lust, um, um, uh, pride. Pride is is one of the deadly sins, and pride taken to an extreme is narcissism. Yeah. Deadly sins. It's it's a good pub quiz question, isn't it? Name the seven deadly sins. I just uh, I wish they would actually ask that at the pub quiz. The pub quiz we go to every week just has the most stupid questions. <laughs> uh, what what song gluttony. was in the charts in nineteen seventy three and had the line? There was there were tulips in my garden. Let's go. Who knows that? <laughs> and there is always one team that does know. Well, it. yeah, it's, it's quite a lot of um, well, not old people, but like. 40, 40, 50 year olds who would actually have been alive and bought the album. Yes. Uh, the the Seven Deadly Sins. Lust, gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy and pride. Which is, yeah, I, I think quite good. And and then there are, are the Catholic Seven Virtues. I didn't know there were. Uh, the Catholic Church also recognises Seven Virtues, which correspond inversely to each of the Seven Deadly Sins. So, chastity, temperance, charity, diligence, patience, kindness, and humility. I did not know that. That's, that's that good makes, know. I didn't realise there was an official list, but the um, the concepts are mentioned quite a lot by the church. Yes. And, and by the Bible and religious people. Because we can't have fun. It's bad. Fun isn't one of the, the virtues. That would be so awesome if fun was one of the virtues. And then the church, you'd go along on Sunday, there'd be a little bit of praying, but then it'd be like board games and, and computer games and, and kids playing. And that would be awesome. Cherish God through it. Was there, there's an episode of The Simpsons where God says to Homer, he should stay at home and sleep on a Sunday. Because the best thing he could do to honor God and cherish God and worship God would just be to take care of his, uh, himself. Okay, excellent. And what happens at the end of that? He realizes that's I, I the wrong thing remember. to do. I can't remember. I think something goes wrong. God just. I can't even remember. I mean, the, the entire episode is just their treatment of hedonism and. Okay, interesting. I, I can't remember what happens. There's something with the Reverend Lovejoy that happens at the end. <laughs> I love the Reverend Lovejoy. Just... There's, 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 um, 
there's a book called The Philosophy of the Simpsons, I think. I think okay. that's the title. It's really, really good. They actually they analyse all the characters and go into what they actually represent and what the episodes are and what why Homer is that sort of asshole husband and then why Marge still stays with him and that all that but why Maggie never grows up and stays the baby and Marge does deserve far better than Homer. She really, really does. And I don't know why she puts her hair up like that when she always looks so much better with her hair down. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> Whenever you see the flashbacks of the past and she's got the long blue hair, looks awesome. I think they're but trying to distinguish lovely. her from uh, the her sisters, Salma and... Yeah. Um, <laughs> Salma and Patty. Patty. Love Salma and Patty. I just love them. They're just they're they're so cynical about everything. I think mean, he's awesome. Oh, anyway, Sonic sixty two. That had nothing to do with Sonic sixty two at all. And I, I'm very sorry for a nice little Simpsons little segue there. Um, but yes, I, I some of these. I, I'm just noticing that some of our our podcasts recently have been quite short because a lot of these sonnets have 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 developed less depth to them. I think. Um, not that's not necessarily a bad thing. I'm not saying all sonnets have to be tremendously deep, but this one is very much, you know, I I I love myself. I'm brilliant. I think I'm wonderful. But uh, as I get older, I'm not going to love myself quite as much. Um, but that's where you come in because you're beautiful and you make me feel better. Is kind of this sonnet. That's that's pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, but, we, there's quite a lot of technical stuff going on. There's quite a lot of really nice alliterations going on, but. Since we're not going to get into those and talk Please, about that for not. an hour. Oh, if we got into that, imagine... Would would you listen to this podcast if we started talking about alliteration and assonance and... and oh, Yeah. It would, be, <laughs> it, would be, it would be hard going, I think. And and that's not what this is about. And and I think this is a wonderful sonnet. I think if, if you're looking for sonnets to, to learn to recite, this is quite a nice one to learn to recite. If for no other reason than you'll make people think you're talking about masturbation to begin with. <laughs> I know what's on it. I know what's on it. Sin of self-love. <laughs> and everyone goes, <gasps> and then you, they realise you're talking about sort of pride and jealousy and, and then it's okay. You would still probably get banned depending on where you would recite it. You would... Um... I, not not at a christening. Probably not at a wedding either. Yeah. I went to when I went to Stratford uh, a couple of weeks ago. We we had a uh, the tour around Shakespeare's house. You can go and have a look around Shakespeare's house, and it's really good. And we went out into the courtyard after you've been into the house, and there were two uh, actors, I guess, sort of stood there wandering around. And they went, "Would you like to hear some Shakespeare?" And I was like, "Okay." And then I sat down, and they did three sonnets to me, which was quite nice. Couldn't remember the numbers of them. I had to tell them what number sonnets they were reading, but <laughs> it was it was quite nice. That is actually pretty cool. Yeah. Everyone should go to Stratford. It's it's a lovely, lovely place. I really like the town. We should go. There should be a big in-ear meetup in Stratford. Yeah, yeah, we can I do that. Be, I think that would be quite cool. We should maybe try and arrange that at some point. Anyway, would you like to read Sonnet Sixty Two? I shall try. You you can do it fine. I I have full confidence. It, it doesn't look that easy to read out loud. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Sonnet Sixty Two. Sin of self-love possesseth all mine eye, and all my soul, and all my every part. And for this sin there is no remedy, it is so grounded inward in my heart. Methinks no face so gracious is as mine, no shape so true, no truth of such account. And for myself mine own worth do define, as I all in a... Oh, you were 
getting there though. It does. That's a evil line. Yeah, it's, I, it's, it's the wrong way around. As I all other in all other worths amount. I can do this. You can. I can As I... I'm going to start with the previous line again because I'm just not going to... And for As myself... Work into like... it. <laughs> like a run-up. A, run, a rolling start. Yeah. And for myself, mine own worth do define... As I all other in all worths surmount. But when my glass shows me myself indeed, beated and chopped with tannet antiquity, mine own self love, quite contrary, I read, self so self loving were iniquity. Tis thee, myself, that for myself I praise, painting my age with beauty of thy days. Excellent. That was Sonnet 61 of Shakespeare's Two. Sonnets. Sonnet. Ah, it was! Damn you! Sonnet 62 of Shakespeare's Sonnets. I, I, I don't know what it is with these numbers. Sonnet 62. Um, I've been Mike Chastley, and you've been listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets, and you can follow me on Twitter at Nufkin. And I've been Thierry Hillis, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. And, and I will try my best to get Sonnet 63 right when I say it, uh, whenever I say the number. I'm not guaranteeing the words. I will um, punch you through the screen, Mark. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, thank you very much, everyone. Speak to you later. Bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Shakespeare Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hellis. This has been an in-ear entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.